What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's, it's kind of bled into other generations of sweeping stuff under the rug, sweeping that trauma, sweeping that pain, sweeping that abuse under the rug, yeah. and then sweeping that pain, trauma, and abuse under your heart. Ooh, ooh. What's happening? No cap. We about to get a play Pull up to the table. Let's go. You know, I'm gonna get straight to it, man. Mental health is becoming the new wave. It's 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 not becoming the new wave. It is the new wave. It is the new sexy. It is the the, the way of the future. If you are not focused on securing your, your mind, securing your number one asset, uh, securing your business, because your mind is a business, then you don't want to be wealthy. You don't want to get out of debt. You don't want to start a business. You don't want to become better, period. And so uh, about a, a few months ago, right before I moved here to the uh, D, uh, D.C. area, I sat down with one of my good friends, uh, Michelle Williams, uh, former Destiny Child member, um, a powerful speaker, an amazing entrepreneur, an author. Um, and she came out with a book uh, really talking about her journey in a whole mental health area. And I said, yo, I want to sit down with you. And then when we recorded the show, I said, yo, I want to save it for when it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we're releasing it today. And I... I'm very big on this because I've learned that the reason why people are spending a lot of money, they're, they're living paycheck to paycheck, they're living above their means, um, is because they really have not taken the time to secure their minds, to secure how they think. They're, they're becoming depressed. And let's just be real. Can I keep it real with you all before we get into today's show with my good friend, Michelle Williams? Um, people are committing suicide. We had a young lady commit suicide at a college here recently, and recently we had um, Master P unfortunately lost his daughter, and just a lot of things are happening 
around this mental um, health situation. And I want to dedicate this show to you. Uh, some of us may be thinking that everything is great. I'm fine, man. I don't care about nothing. People don't bother me. Life is Gucci. But let's be honest. Sometimes life is not Gucci. Life is not great. Life is not um, amazing. And sometimes what we do is we hide things up underneath the rug. We don't address things. And the next thing you know, we are depressed. We are overeating. We are losing weight. And that's not okay. So before we get into today's show with Michelle, I want to encourage you that as you're watching this show and if something registers with you and, and, and you're saying, you know what, I, I, I want to talk to someone. I want to encourage you to check out my friends over there at BetterHelp. You see, one of the things that they're really focusing on is really making sure uh, that we're not burning out. A lot of people think that burnout is all about maybe working too much. Uh, but nah, really, it's about, you know, are you taking enough time for yourself? Are you saying yes to everyone else and saying no to yourself? When in reverse, we should be saying a lot more no's to people and a lot more yeses to us. We should be able to feel secure in who we are and how we think and why we're doing things. I don't know about you all, but I had a problem with saying yes to everyone. I had a problem with changing who I was to please other people to please them, to please her, to please other people. And I fell into a depressed stage at one point of my life. So I want to encourage you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash better help. They are giving my tribe, you, my family, uh, 10 to 15% off your first month because you are part of my family. And I don't care if you think everything is great. There's something inside of you that could be better. And you need the guidance and you also need the help to get you there. So listen, I'm going to drop BetterHelp's information in today's show notes. I see a therapist two times a month. At one point in time, I was I was going to them about once a week just because I wanted to fine tune my mind and make sure that I am thinking and processing correctly. So I'm going to drop the information in today's show notes and I want to encourage you. Don't worry about what they will say. Don't worry about what, what, what your friends may say. Worry about your health. Worry about your mind. Because your mind is your greatest asset. It's not your body, ladies. Brothers, it's, it's not our money. It's our mind. If this is taken care of, woo, wealth is no problem. Freedom is no problem. Let's get to today's show with my friend, Michelle Williams. Oh, yeah. They're happy for a good reason. Prize pool gives you a chance to win big simply by saving money. You heard me right. Save your money and have a chance to win more. That, my friends, is what I call a win-win situation. Plus, they have a debit card. Use it and increase your chances to win in our weekly drawing. Head over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings to set up your account today. Prize pool, banking made fun. Yo, what's going on, sis? Welcome to the table. Hey, we've been trying to do this. I don't know if like how long now, um, but it's been a while. It's been definitely since the summer. <laughs> since the summer. I, I texted you. You was like, yo, let's do it. Then you were on the road. Then I went out on the road. Then I came back. But I'm just happy. And then the the, the, the enemy, I, I'm not going to put on the enemy. Uh, we almost missed today because of tech te technical difficulties. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. But I the said, nah. 
The devil is a liar. <laughs> Yo, so we met years ago at, at, at a great retreat, at a great conference. I really got to know your heart so well there. I mean, we were up in the mountains just going after God. And I learned so much um, about you outside of your amazing past uh, that everyone knows you from, from your amazing music career, singing with Destiny's Child. But outside of that, like outside of your success in that area, who is who is just the normal everyday Michelle Williams? Mm-hmm. Like who is who is this queen? <laughs> the normal everyday Michelle is she's chill, but I I'm chill, but I like to laugh. I am a homebody. Mm. Um I actually get nervous around a lot of people. Do you? Funny fact. Yeah, it's like what? I can sing and speak in front of a lot of people, but when it comes time to like my personal space, I like to limit that. Man, I would have <laughs> never thought that about Michelle. I mean, because you've been on stages that I've never been on, and, and you couldn't tell that you are a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know if, if it's the older I get. I, I'm an introvert or the older I get, I just like to protect my yeah. space. So it's one of the two. <laughs> it might be both. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, all right. So I always ask these fun questions to like uh, celebrity figures when they come on my show, just to make them a little bit more fun and, and a little bit more relatable. What is the best thing you've ever spent your money on? Like when you think about it throughout your whole life, um, you've been blessed financially. So when you say, what is the best thing you have spent your money on? I don't know. I feel like I can spend a little more, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is contrary to what you teach. Oh, Lord. But you have the money, though. So it's, it's you know, I'm not really tripping off of that. Now, if you didn't have the money, we'll, we'll talk offline. That's for sure. Um, I guess I, I would say, you know, my homes, you okay. know, were great investments i haven't really done anything too risky okay um i will say that i i am a giver um but you know when you come into money some of the first things you want to do is you want to buy mama a house you want to buy mama a car you want to buy daddy car you want to take care of your sisters brothers and family right but it's like you have to put a boundary on that Mm-hmm. Um, because people will expect you to be that you would take care of them for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And and so when I see young people come into money, I tell them to be careful. Now, it's, it's what you do with your money is your business. But, you know, I've run into some some problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure like in your field, when you see like young upper younger, like um, athletes, celebrities, singers come up, what is like outside like what is the first thing they do want to do like when they come into that first million dollars what do you think is the number one thing they want to do well you innocently you want to get that dream car you yeah. want to get the house and everybody wants to take care of their mama yeah no yeah. problem with that and yeah. and but before you know it it's like that million dollars really you know between 37 percent being taken out for taxes and by the time your agent gets their 20 percent your, your manager gets their 20 percent and if you have an agent they're going to get between five to seven percent if you have business management they're going to get their five to ten percent um uh you, you, you know listed three people i got yeah. one yeah publicist that's four <laughs> Hair and makeup artist, five, six. Five, six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm going to stay right here in my speaker space. That's, that's, that. that's why I need to learn how to do my own makeup. So maybe I can 
No. You know, kind of eliminate some of those expenses. Nah, Michelle, you you good. No. You, <laughs> you, you, you good. Stay in your lane. Stay stay encouraging us and singing to us. You good. God, you, dude, y'all are good. Y'all, <laughs> y'all darn near don't need a stylist. Oh, that's seven. No, wait a minute. Hold on now. Every time I get on the stage, I do have a stylist. I yeah. do. Every time I get on the stage, I do have a stylist. I, I don't do it in the studio, as you can tell. I just show up. It's my studio now. So I can just show up the way I want to show up. You just show up. A lot of us have just been showing up during this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yo, speaking of showing up, uh, during the pandemic, um, you know, you, you, you wrote a book. And that's why I have you on the show. Uh, because everyone knows your name. And I think the message that you have inside of yourself is so needed. And thank you so much for your time. Uh, you wrote a book called, your publisher memoir called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. Mm-hmm. And man, uh, Michelle, I, I, I needed you on the show because I remember going through depression. Mm-hmm. I remember... Everyone talking about the success, you know, little man from Fayetteville, North Carolina, San Diego, California now is on the big stages with all these big names and making this money and out of debt. But then internally, you know, I'm depressed. I remember getting uh, engaged to the love of my life who I thought at that time. And then I walked away. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You met me. Yeah, right there. Yeah. And so that was um, and even when I met you, Michelle never told you this. I was depressed then. Oh, wow. It's amazing how when we met, you were teaching us and pouring into us, but you needed your own cup filled. That's, yes. That's, yes. That's pretty, that's a, that's millions of people. I was hurting. I wow. was hurting on the inside, but covering it up on the outside because if I tell people how I'm really feeling, I thought nobody would listen to my message. I couldn't make money. Um, mm. And then I literally just emotionally broke down and I'll never forget I, I told people I was taking a sabbatical, but really I went and just really got away and yeah. just really fed myself, you mm-hmm. know, for a few days, um, sat down with a therapist for a few days. Mm. And I was like, I needed that for myself. And I well, still you did. That. You did. You did two. Out, you Well, three. You did the three pillars of my book. You checked in with yourself. You checked in with others, the therapist, and you checked in with God. <sighs> Yo, let's let's go there. Let, let's let, let, let's go straight there, straight there, because the people watching right now, um, I, I believe that they all are not all of them, but I do believe some watching right now are experiencing that success, yeah. experiencing the outer image, but internally they're hurt. Let's go back to what prompted you to write this book. Like what mm-hmm. what started this journey? Um, I started the process in 2019 mm-hmm. um, after. The year 2018 was, um, a, it was bittersweet. It was. The sweet part of the year, I, I got engaged. The sweet yeah. part of the year was, you know, I did Coachella um, with Beyonce and Kelly. That was sweet. I moved to L.A. That was sweet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like you said, there are times when you're up performing before a crowd, singing, or you're doing speaking engagements, and you yourself are running on empty. Yeah. And I didn't do those three pillars. I was not consistently. And so in 2019, after I kind of took that year off, 2019, I worked four times in 2019. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank God I was able to do that. Wow. Um, yeah. And so... 
that's when I started writing and gathering up old voice notes. I started gathering up just little thoughts I had, you know, saved in my phone. And I got with Holly Crawshaw, who helped me make it all make sense. Wow. And she said, girl, you have a book. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, we went to a cabin and just started throwing stuff up on the wall. It's wow. so funny. Let me see. Like all these little post-it notes were everywhere. <laughs> and she said, you have a book. Mm. And two years later, it takes about two years, mm. um, depending on the publisher that yeah. you work with. And I was like, two years? That's a long time. Not for a book. And then to release it in the middle of the pandemic, they said it's the perfect time to get people to start checking in. Mm. But I also named it checking in to take the power back um, from those two words, the things that I had to do in 2018. I found myself checking into a treatment facility for for depression. It was humiliating. It was quite embarrassing. Mm. Um, I felt like a hypocrite. Mm. And I said, no, you're going to take back the power of that moment and you're going to tell people what you learned and what you had to take accountability for were those three places that you were not checking in, which was myself, others, and God. While you were in there, what was the hardest thing? Was it emotions? Was it dealing with people on the outside or was it dealing with yourself? I was so desperate for help. Mm -hmm. Shame could not be in the same room right when you're desperate for help when you're desperate for answers you can't be ashamed yeah for a brief minute i was like man people are gonna know who i am but i had to put that out the door right and of course word got out that i was at a treatment facility for depression tmz found out Mm -hmm. and me and my staff we decided to um release a statement because what I refuse to do is to let other people tell my story. And so I was worried about that um, and how people would feel that the girl that sings when Jesus says yes is depressed. Mm. You know, how does that go? But the eye opener for me was there were people in there, Anthony, like you and me. One was a nurse who got addicted to, um, she was addicted to some medicine from an autoimmune disorder. Mm-hmm. There was an 80-year-old woman in there whose son took everything they had, just, and she lost, she, she, she lost it. Mm. Um, but we could sit and talk like this, and here I am thinking I'm going to see people in straight jackets and... <laughs> Although there is a division for that. Right. But the majority of the treatment facility were people that were like me who said the three strongest words you could ever say was people that decided that they needed help. Mm. I had to say, I need help. Mm. Mm. And you know what? I think I had to say that too. I had Mm. to say that I need help now before I really need help before I have no choice but to have help and seeing my therapist and what and I want to hear this I want to ask you this question because you know you and Charlemagne do a lot together you're on his network with the podcast and Mm -hmm. he's very big on mental therapy why 
especially in the black community, why do we frown upon therapy in your opinion? Mm-hmm. Why, why do we run away from it? Why do we automatically associate that with you're sick? You, you, you There's something wrong with you? Mm-hmm. When honestly, I think I, I, for me, seeing my therapist two times a month has been the best investment yeah. I have it's- ever made. So I'm curious to you, why, from your expertise now in this space, why is therapy such a turnoff to people? Probably two things. One is um, we were taught that we could only talk to Jesus and him alone. True. But at the same, so if I am to talk to Jesus and Jesus alone, should I not go to the my obstetrician gynecologist? Should I not go to... Uh, my family practitioner for, you know, general medicine. Mm. Um, we, we, we praise that. Should a person uh, not go to a urologist, but the minute you say therapist or psychologist, that's like frowned upon as if to say, you're not praying enough when mm. it comes to issues of the mind, when it comes to issues of the health of your mental. Mm-hmm. So that kind of cracks me up because it's like, why do we put mental health over there, but our regular physical health, we lump it all over here. I also think the second thing is um, all we had as black people was our outer appearance and how we appeared to other people that we had it, that we are going good. You enslaved us. You enslaved my ancestors, probably my great, great grand parents were picking cotton my grandfather actually shucks my grandfather was picking cotton so all all we had was to let people know even though we're in that position Mm -hmm. we look good yep Yep. all is well don't you don't you tell the white man what's going on in this house don't you tell the white man your problems Mm. so i i i think it's some of that and so it's it's kind of bled into other generations of sweeping stuff under the rug sweeping that trauma sweeping that pain sweeping that abuse under the rug yeah and then sweeping that pain trauma and abuse under your heart Ooh, ooh. it leads to so many other ailments mm. other disease yeah the word the term heavy heart has a whole different meaning for me. Us has a whole different meaning for me. Why is your heart so heavy? Mm, mm. You haven't processed pain and trauma and abuse. You haven't even processed just a transition you had to make, maybe from moving from one coast to the other coast. You don't have to always be processing doom and gloom. Ooh. Yo, real quick before we get back to Michelle Williams show, man, listen. Um, what if I told you you can get paid two days earlier? So if you get paid on Friday, I could possibly get you paid two days earlier. No one likes waiting on the paycheck, right? Uh, especially when you got bills, you got savings goals. But good thing there's Chime. 
I am super excited to announce my partnership uh, with Chime because now you can get your paycheck two days earlier with direct deposit. That's up to two days earlier to save. Uh, for your house, two days earlier to pay your bills, two days earlier to stick within your budget, right? Just because you're getting paid early doesn't mean we move that budget around, doesn't mean we break the budget. We're still living below our means, but hey, if you can get your money earlier, why not? And that is why I have partnered with Chime. You see, Chime is more than just getting paid earlier, y'all. They have an award-winning a mobile app to where you can see your stuff and align that with your every dollar budget. You know, they have a checking account and they have a debit card attached to that checking account. So Listen, what are you waiting for? Before we get back to today's show, um, hopefully you're not waiting on your paycheck, but you can get started with Chime today. You can do that by applying for a free checking account that will take you less than two minutes. So get started by going to chime.com slash TTAO. Again, that is chime.com slash TTAO. Let's get back to my show with Michelle Williams. Oh. <laughs> you you convicted me. I I lit I'm literally going through a hard transition right now in my life. Mm. And I have not had I have not taken time to just process it all, just sit still. I immediately jumped into working because yeah. that's all that I know. That's that's hey, now it's all on you. Anthony go do it. Yeah, man, you you just convicted me. Uh Wow. Right unpack uh, unpack nothing is wrong with uh, I know therapists aren't necessarily supposed to tell you what to do, right? but you can unpack things with a therapist and or a life coach that will help. Like for you, Anthony, who coaches the coach? <laughs> I don't have a life coach, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, you just convicted me. I have a therapist, but maybe I need to get a life coach. A coach that can help you unpack certain, you know, transition, or maybe your therapist, maybe... I built a relationship up with my therapist to where there are times when I tell her something and she goes straight sister girl on me like, <laughs> now you know better. Or so, so, and, I, and I love when we can have those kind of Absolutely. moments Absolutely. because there are times I am looking to my therapist yeah. to help me solve a problem and not just listen to it, but help me with solutions. Absolutely. And so... We're able to we're able to do that, but therapy isn't just always processing sad things. Right, it's it's know? walking through life. Yeah, now, yeah. I love that. I, I really I really do love that. I am um, I'm going to honestly look into a life coach because I have a lot of my friends who have a therapist and a life coach. Yeah, and when I look at them, they are every time I'm around them, there's peace. They they, they they're processing yeah. things differently. And I'm like, wow, okay, I got a therapist, but maybe I do need a life coach. And maybe I, this life coach can walk me through some of the things that I'm going Ooh. through right now. Listen, uh, Dr. Anita Phillips says prayer is a weapon. Therapy is a strategy. Coaching is a strategy. So we can pray about something, but let's look at strategy as well or vice versa. Therapy is a strategy. Now I know what to pray for when I look at, okay, when you're going into war you know, they had to strategize. They just didn't go Come on. Into, into war. So um, that's how I look at it. I also look at it as as far as um, God, there's, there are three medical doctors in my family. Okay. God equipped them with a certain type of healing. Yep. yep. I now have a first cousin who is a licensed clinical social worker. She is a therapist. Mm. God gave her that desire to want to help people 
in a different way that my uncle and cousins that are medical doctors are able to help in impact people through medicine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to add that. You you listen now. Now I read your book and I and I want to go through this quickly because I definitely want to, you know, respect your time. I really want to ask you this question so that people can know this, because I think a lot of people need to understand that, hey, there's nothing wrong with asking yourself questions. And you, mm-hmm. and in your book, you talk about some hard questions we can ask in order to check in with ourselves, to have mm-hmm. a conversation with ourselves. Can you tell us just a few of those questions? And just a few, because you guys, I want you all to get Michelle's book. I'm going to drop it in the show description. Get the book. It is an impactful book. It will help you out. Um, I promise you. But Michelle, what, what are some of those questions we should be asking ourselves? when it's time to check in with us the first thing you have the first person you should be keeping it real with is yourself absolutely 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 checking in with myself in maybe say about four years ago three years ago it looked like tanitra michelle williams why these same patterns and cycles Mm. that i am getting myself into Mm. it's looking inward it's taking accountability without blame without blame means i keep entering these same type of relationships because i not i keep entering these same relationships because they You just made somebody upset because we blame they. We never talk to ourselves. No. And the thing is, as humans, we do have needs. So I kept entering relationships or even taking opportunities out of a deficit Mm. because there were needs that I had that Mm. were not filled. So I started looking for those needs to be filled through men. Come on. I did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking in with myself also looks like you're doing a good job. You've Mm -hmm. set boundaries because checking in with yourself isn't always beating yourself up, self-reflect. It's not, it's not all, once again, it's not all doom and gloom. But now it looks like you did good, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, checking in with myself also looks like when I wake up in the morning, I affirm that I'm going to have a good day, no matter what email or text I get work-wise that kind of throws me off. I'm going to have a good day no matter what life throws my way because now I'm responsible for how I respond to life. Wow. That's what checking in with myself looks like. Looks like. And the questions that I ask myself, how you doing? You good? Yeah. What's going on? You hungry? Then eat. You know? (laughs) Michelle, you ain't here teaching good. Because here's, oh, man. I you man, you have me just talking about myself, but we keep it real relevant and relatable at the table. But I, I it's so funny when I when I walked away from my engagement, I didn't go into mm. therapy, I didn't check in, I jumped into other relationships and other dating ships with other ladies because I didn't want to check in with myself and process everything yeah. that just happened. 
And then that let me down even more internally being depressed, being sad because I was discovering it with amazing ladies, amazing ladies, nothing bad about them at all. But I wasn't healed on the inside. You wasn't healed. And so many of us, we're looking for attention. We're looking for affection. We're yeah. looking for affirmation. Yeah. We're looking for respect. We're looking for security. Yeah. All of those things as humans, those are for real needs that we want and yeah. desire to have met. But yeah. now when you do the work, I can now go, even though this isn't a cup, but imagine I can now go into a relationship full oh. yep. and full of peace, mm. Mm. full of God, full mm. of more understanding of who I am. So when I say, take this lid off and now I pour whatever I'm pouring into someone else, it's what's inside of me. Come on, man. So I'm not pouring out of a deficit. I'm meaning now I'm looking for you to pour everything you have into me because then that's selfish of me because I have not. It's like I don't have nothing to pour into you. That's selfish. What do we bring into the table besides money? Come on. Come on. What do we bring into the table? Because you can have all the money in the world, but you're still emotionally unavailable to me. Okay. So I need you to get filled up, bruh. I need you to get filled up. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm there now, but so don't oh, don't get it <laughs> twisted because I'm tired of being single. But God checked me; He said you're you're not stewarding your single season correctly. And He said if Ooh. you steward your single season correctly, not just in the area of your finances, Anthony, but in your spiritual journey, um, in your mental journey, He gave me this thing called mind your business a long time ago. Like your mind is a business, so how are you taking care of your mind? That's good. And so that's why Ooh. I do the therapy. Um, that's why I was like, yo, I got to have you on the show because now you're talking in, checking in with yourself. You, you're debunking the, the negative myths of having a therapist. But I also want to talk about this from a practical perspective. How someone watching this right now, they're, they're hearing my story. They're hearing your story. Okay, cool. I got to ask myself the right questions. But after that, you got to check in with others because you can't do it all yourself. That's right. How, how can someone properly find the right therapist, the, the right uh, coach, the right person to help them process and to think uh, through this, this this part of their, their journey. Listen, we Google everything. <laughs> so Google you some help too. But the right thing. So listen, psychologytoday.com. Psychologytoday.com. We'll put that in show description for you all, but okay. You literally can tap find a therapist. Mm. Or if you have a regular family practice physician, you can go to them and they can have some references. You can mm -hmm. even Google therapists in your area, black therapists in your area, black male therapists, black female therapists, just therapists, period. Yeah. I also like the two references, especially um, black female therapists. It's on Instagram. If you go to Black Female Therapist and you click the link in their bio, it will say find a therapist. You can put the city and state you live in, mm. and there is a portal for that. Um, Mental Wealth Alliance, Mental Health America. And you can do this from the comfort of your own home. You can do this without nobody even knowing what you're doing and what you're searching for. Um, so I would suggest that, that you do that. Depending on who you work for, certain jobs, you know that your insurance, you're paying for a therapist, yeah. not just not just dental, not just vision and not just um, 
medical also includes, yeah. you know, your mental, your mind and mental health yeah. um, care. So you could do that. Those of you guys that are in college, there are certain colleges. Um, I know a few that I've had up to, you can get, it's, now I'm not sure if it's 10 to 12 per semester or 10 to 12 free sessions a year. Mm. Free, free, mm. free in certain colleges. Yes, certain colleges and universities offer free therapy. Yo, listen, if y'all watching right now, you're in college, and a lot of you all watching me are in college, y'all need to take care. Take, it's take heavy. Advantage of that. It is heavy going from living with your parents to on your own. You're truly adulting. Yes. You're trying to transition. Yeah. I look at therapy as another type of coaching. I have you have vocal coaching, dance coaching. I look at it as another form of coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the greatest things I've learned in therapy is when I'm offended, check myself first because maybe mm -hmm. it wasn't them. Maybe it was just yeah. Me. Maybe it was yeah, and and that could be the case too. Yeah. Um, I love this thing right here. <laughs> this is a tripod, right? Yeah. How many of us found ourselves putting an iPhone on this tripod during the pandemic so that we could keep in touch and Zoom and all that stuff? And so these are like the three pillars, checking mm -hmm. in with myself, checking in with others and checking in with God. Now, what happens when one of these legs are off? Come on. Come on. It's, it's unstable. Yep. You can't put weight on it or pressure. Yep. Yep. We we have to get to a place where we're checking in and using those three pillars. So when the weight of life comes, when the pressure of life comes, we won't necessarily fall completely oh. apart. Yeah. And I love how you said that, because that's 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 the last pillar, checking in with God. And in the beginning, you said, hey, we can love God, but you still need you still need a therapist. Um, like, how do we how do we. A lot of people in the church would say, don't go to a therapist. You need to go to God. And I believe, like you said, you need all three of them, yourself, others, and God. What is that God component, in your opinion, within your book as well? You know what? Listen, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. He directs your path. I, I That's my favorite scripture, Proverbs 3 and 6. I, I, I firmly believe in that. But I, I do believe while acknowledging him in all my ways and him directing my path, he directed me to someone that's been helping me unpack and process life. Like I said, if I went to school to be a neurosurgeon, mm. it's no different than me doing those same eight years of schooling to be a psychiatrist. So good. Those same eight, eight years of schooling to be a psychologist. Mm. So I'm okay. I, I never really had a problem going to therapy because I had peace not I, I didn't replace my therapist I didn't replace God with a therapist facts no that's facts that, that's facts that's facts that's facts so the last question because I know I know, I know you, you're slammed and so I'm going to respect your time no, um, we're good we're good uh yo so you know I'm a money guy so you know you know I do everything around money listen you you ooh, baby <laughs> who's the last lady young woman um I I might be saying her name wrong she made 10 million in one year Terry Terry she Terry. bad man yo listen she made 10 million dollars last year just on selling her course and doing her thing this year she's off. I don't want to put that per wow. person out there, but she's way more than that. 
Um, so I'm learning a lot. But one thing I, I'm curious, Michelle. Oh, and Sarah Jakes gave you all the smoke. <laughs> Yo, Sarah. Sarah Jakes Roberts. Person. I'm sorry. She gave yeah. you the smoke. Sarah, Sarah came on my show. She was the first person. Sarah met me when I was 22. Yeah, so 22 years old. She was the first person I ever officially booked um, as a youth pastor. And that was her first time when she was going through her transition um, as well in in her her younger days. Mm -hmm. And so we, we created a great bond. So I was like, all right. But when she came for me in my own show, I had to I had to I had to kind of, you know. And let me tell you something. I was I was here for everything she said. Everything she said. Everything. So you believe everything she said? I believed everything she said because what are women to do that are literally we're coming to the table with more than our legs. <laughs> with more Absolutely. than we're coming to the table with more than our womb. You but know? you know what though? No, you're gonna like this. Uh, you're gonna like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have cha- Sarah has con- Sarah convicted me. I went back and do, did some more inner inner soul searching. I'm not saying that I wanted a woman to come to me with nothing, but I do believe that there is a difference between masculine energy and feminine energy. And uh, men, you know, we don't want to be. A, we're not attracted to a very masculine woman. That's it. You know that that's 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 all we're saying. And y'all ladies are not attracted to a feminine man neither. You want a man, and a man wants a woman at at least within my, because I don't want to get in no trouble. So yeah, that's that's. Wait <laughs> a minute! I saw this the other day, and gosh, it it says. I love dressing classy and going to upscale restaurants, holding hands with the man that looked like he killed people. Now, I, <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I don't want him to look like he killed people, but I want to know that he can. I, I want to know he can handle business, shit, and hey, shit. But shit. you know what, though, I mean, I, I don't want him killing nobody because it says thou should not kill. But I need to know he can lay hands if. If. But can't you want him to protect you? And it's not wrong with legally caring if you properly followed the laws of the land per the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but um, I I I've been thinking so much on um, a lot of things uh, regarding those two pod- those two podcasts. What what um, is the what is the top one? What is the top thing you've been thinking? Oh, Lord, is, is it like that, Michelle? I'll say this. Uh-oh. You know. Okay. I I I grew up seeing my mom kind of be the breadwinner. Mm. My dad, you know, he, he had jobs and, you know, I just, I just know what that did to them. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I just, I don't want that for my life. So could you, so whenever you get back into the dating stages, if you're not already back in it, could you, and I think I may already know the answer, but could, could Michelle Williams marry a man and respect a man that is nowhere near your income? Respect for, let's, let's. Let's take income out. Respect has to just respect has to be the foundation. Mm, mm. We're gonna be friends, so I'm gonna respect you. I'm gonna respect you first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Because whether we make it or not, or date or not, I, yeah. I, the respect has to be there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. I, I interviewed a young lady. She'll be on my show um, here in a few weeks. And she said she could not respect a man who makes less than her because she feels as if she can't look up to her man because she brings, she's providing for the family, not the man. Yeah, and and I'm trying to figure out. Um, there is a book. Miles Monroe is. Uh, I still say is. Yeah. Because his legacy is is still alive. He's still here. Absolutely. Um, and he wrote a book called Understanding the Purpose and Power of a Man and for the Women Who Love Them. Ooh. Ooh. Y'all. And he did write a under. He also wrote a, a book called Understanding the Purpose and Power of a Woman. So wait, is the is the one you just said is that for everyone or is that for the man to the man to read? No, it's for everybody. It says because it says understanding the purpose and power of a man and for okay. the women. I would I would say for women to read the book, but I, but I think more so men read okay. the book because when you understand your purpose and power, when you understand what your place in the earth is supposed to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. There would be more kings than clowns. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Yo, Michelle, you all right? You've been waiting to say that. Michelle was like, I, I've been thinking about some things on them two podcasts. And you just said we will have more kings than clowns. Than clowns. Know who you are in this earth. Know your place. Know why God created you. You'd have more pride. You'd have more pride in yourself and how you first treat yourself I think determines and dictates how you will treat others. Oh my gosh. Well, anything else on your mind? I mean, because I'm loving this, right? <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, if, if, if my show was sparking that, please let us know something. Kings, List. then clowns. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like a, a, a man, that's the first thing that you, your desire to want to provide you're running to provide yeah, for yeah. your household and whatever the woman brings to the table that's beautiful mm. as well but you're not looking for her to be the sole provider now women you know we don't want a rainy day to happen but should it occur you know there was a movie at making good i can't I, I, I don't know if it, i forget the name of the movie but the husband ended up falling on some hard times and the wife was like I got us because I've been saving, you know? So I think that's kind of listen dope too. Wherever she's at, send her my, <laughs> hear me clearly, wherever you are, come my way. Cause I mean, I, here's the truth. A lot of people say, Anthony, what, what do you believe? What do you think? Um, and I just know for me, I will, I will be able to provide for my home. And I had Devon Franklin on my show a few mm. months ago, and he said when he first met Megan, she was making more than him. Uh, but he said when when we got married, we combined, but I was still the man, and I still. Oh, that's provide. good! Wow. And I was wow. like, "Yo, that's 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 the Lord, you know." And that's the case. She can make more than me, but our lifestyle, I will be able to provide for our livelihood. And now, whatever mm. she brings to the table, cool, great. It's all the same vision, the same mission. We're going the same direction. But I learned that from my father. My father said, hey, they don't even make their decisions based upon my mother's income. 
they make their decision based upon my father's income and my mother's income is literally, well, she spends the majority of it. And then, uh, you know, they just, you know, they make decisions based off my dad. So, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can feel it, but I'm going to actually do a whole show on that. Like just really yeah. breaking down the whole thing. But, and I got to get, you know, at, at the, at the end of the day, that, that couple, you do what works for you in your household. Absolutely. Me, nor Anthony, Sarah, Terry, none of us Mm-mm. are going to have to live with Mm-mm. you and the decisions that you make. So kings and queens, you know, you, you do, do do what you got to do. Keep God in the center and pray about all things and um, who you decide to share your life with and say forever and say yes to forever with. And ladies, just like Sarah and Michelle, don't wait for us brothers to get your legacy started. No, no. You know what? I used to think the Proverbs 31 woman was some woman. She she was beautiful and had long, luxurious hair. And her body was just glowing like Esther, you know. But she was a boss. Y'all read the entire scripture. See, that's another show. That's another topic for another day, Michelle, because when you say a woman is a boss, some men don't like that term. But we'll talk about that later. 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 Because I don't want to get in no trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She, I don't know what else to call her because she was taking care of the home. She was getting up bright and early in the morning. No, no, no. no, And it, she said, and it said she, she looked at a field and she bought it. Yes. 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 And it looked like it was with her coin, her money. <laughs> I think she was just a straight up strong, uh, yeah. amazing woman. But like yeah. me and the guys argue about that. I actually don't really mind the term boss, but I see their perspective on it. It's like, well, if she's well, the- she don't need she shouldn't be the boss in the home. Leave that. There you to- go, Michelle. Yes. Leave that. You know, if if I'm gonna submit to a man who leads, who Ooh. can lead well. Ooh. I'm ready. I'm like, Lord, Michelle please. Williams can submit to a man? Michelle Williams just said she can submit to a man. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on the table. Yeah. She said it. But listen, I mean, it has listen, to be. I, I, I come from a group that we've been talking about independent women, independent women, independent women, right? Right, 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 right. And that's that has helped with my mindset in, you know, getting getting my bag but i do feel like you know be a lady at home he know he already knows who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't have to assert that and i'm still learning that i don't have to assert that in the relationship nor will i have to assert that in the home if he is leading well That's a whole nother talk. Men lead well. How do you, how, how do you know how to lead well? Get a mentor. Somebody. Men, yes, get a mentor. Somebody who and not relationships aren't perfect. Yeah, yeah. But you know, come on, lead us. No, you're right. You're right. That is one of the flaws about men. I was interviewing um Ashley and her her husband, Carrington. Uh, mm. And they say that ladies tend to seek out counsel on how to be a good woman, on how to how to prepare themselves for marriage. But men, we don't. We think mm-hmm. because we're men, we don't need the wise counsel. We don't need the coaching. We don't need the mentorship. Or we don't need the therapy. And so I really do agree with you uh, because I would definitely say I I will be the best 
man and the best husband because of the mentorship, because of the wise counsel mm. and because of the therapy and my mentors. Um, I mean, they they're not just mentors saying, well, son, what about this? No, they get in my rear end. They tell yeah. me about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them literally has cussed me out because it was like, yo, that was the dumbest decision you could have ever done as a man. Like, what mm. What are you doing? What are you thinking about? And so I need someone like that because you can have all this success. But if I don't have someone that's in my back telling yeah. me, hey, this is how you become better. This is where you messed up at. This is how wow. you can become better. Then I'm not going to be I'm not going to be the yeah. best version of myself when I do get married. Wow. So listen, I think we had we've had two podcasts in one. We we checked in about mental health and we, che- we checked in about relationships. You listen, know? so I think that's pretty dope. We we good, you know, right here on the table. This is what we do. I didn't know you was gonna go there though. I, I, you may see that. I on- had to. I had to. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna see that on on Twitter. We 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 will have more kings than. Thin clowns. Get that book. I'm going to send you the link to it. I am. Um, a friend of mine, a man. Yes, I have male friends who are just male friends. What's wrong and with that? And he told me, I know, I don't think anything is wrong with that. <laughs> no, you're good. No. Um, let me see. Understanding the... Per- I'm, I'm going to send you the link. By, okay, and it's too. by Dr. Miles Monroe. Please. Yeah, we're going to do that. Get so I'm going to link I'm gonna link that book. But y'all, the first book I want y'all to get is go ahead and get my sister's book uh, because it will bless you. So I'm going to drop that link in the show description. Yes, and- it is called Checking In. You can see it. <laughs> y'all, and listen, if you don't follow Michelle already, uh, please follow my sister. Y'all can see, man, she is an amazing woman. Um, such a sweet woman, such a great friend, um, and she will bless you, man. This this is a great, a great, a great uh, woman to follow, uh, and she will inspire you. And subscribe to her podcast. How long have you been doing your podcast? It will be a year, December 20th. I cannot believe it. But yes, I also have a podcast called Checking In with Michelle Williams Yes, um, on Charlemagne the God's podcast network called Black Effect. And it's through iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So yeah. go get Your it. conversations are deep and real. So Thank listen, you. especially y'all ladies and the brothers too, man. Let's go over and get this wisdom from Michelle. So uh, hey, Michelle. love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. As it's always a good time to talk to you, even though, you know, we haven't seen each other in probably, what, four years in person. But it's all all good. We will. Absolutely. All right, friend. I'll see you later. All righty. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.